Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. My name is Andrew Lewinsky and this week I am back from the dead. I do not have syphilis. Screw you, Zach Katie. Alright, so I am joined with Brett Freeman. Hey everyone. And Jonathan Lee. Hello everybody. So first, um, we're a little bit like... Okay, granted, I was just getting over sickness, so we don't have too much to talk about. And the other thing is, like, FFG just doesn't have any news out. Like, nothing's happening. I know stores are starting to select their prime dates, so keep tuned for that. As soon as we get any kind of information on that, we will let you guys know. So, that's a little exciting. Again, I mean, that's like as much news as we possibly have this week. Uh, the Barons team tournament happened this weekend. Uh, we don't have too much information on that. I mean, it was probably just a fun tournament. I mean, nothing to really kind of like break down any kind of data or metaphor. Uh, the New England area team tournament also happened. Same boat. We're not going to go into anything uh, like specific. Team tournaments seem fun. You know, I, I mean, it's a different format. And I feel like a lot of people enjoy them. Um might be something that we might be looking in down the road. We don't know. Uh, but it definitely seems like it's a fun way to play that draws out a lot of people. Have either of you guys been to one or uh, attended one or anything like that? Have you been to Crate Cup, anything like that? I have not, although we are sending a team to Crate Cup, and we did have a team go to Crate Cup last year. Yeah, I haven't done one, but they seem so much fun. Like a... Uh just it completely changes your whole dynamic about winning and losing um and on one hand it probably puts a lot more pressure on you but uh, on the other hand it's it's nice to have a rooting interest on more than just yourself i guess yeah i mean it it's definitely something that like i'm surprised ffg hasn't really kind of made their own rules for this yet because it, it is definitely something i mean the european uh team championship always draws in a huge uh crowd and and, and I think it's a really cool idea. It's something that I think a lot of people do enjoy. So it's something that we'll definitely keep an eye on down the road. They might be, they might be, you know, thinking about something too, because uh, Coruscant was basically a team event this year, right? True. Yeah, the Europeans and versus the North Americans and maybe Australians. I don't remember, but it was definitely a team tournament. Right. I, I could be misremembering, but I think Alex Watkins in the past had hinted that maybe there would be team tournaments in the future. He was down at, in Australia for their system open, which took place really close to the Oceanic Team Championship. And I, he, had, he hinted, but yeah, maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yeah, and I kind of like this format a little bit better than the whole epic uh, team tournament stuff. So I'm hoping that's the way that they are leaning towards. It's definitely something that, you know, is sparking interest and it seems like a blast. Um, But anyway, let's, you know, we don't have a long episode for you guys this week. We're going to keep it short. We're, you know, like I said, we're in the dark with a lot of things. We have some news that is coming up. I know Zach handed to it, but we don't we can't get into it until we really know all the information. Anyway, we're gonna just jump right into resistance this week. I'm I'm It's really, the resistance. It's the resistance. <laughs> like, okay, so Poe like this is Poe in hyperspace. Like you would think that we're just jumping in right here. That you would think that Poe would be like this unstoppable force in hyperspace, 
And he's not. Like, he is the upgrade card that basically everyone hated in first edition. But for some reason, like, he's just not there. Like, he is good. But I don't think we're going to see him performing yet. And, and, like, can any of you guys grasp, like, what are, what are your opinions on Pell? So just by upgrade card, you mean uh, push, push the, the limit. limit first push. Yes. So push I the limit. I thought Twin Laser turret. I was really excited for a second. Yeah, I'm sure you would be. But yeah, so what, what is your opinion on like what? Let's let's get into this first. Like before we start making pose to be the best that we can f- kind of figure out. What do you think it is that is bringing Poe down, and why do you think uh, he's not performing to where we thought he should be? I don't know, right? I mean, like you said, he's he's literally a push the limit ace. He can do two actions any order he wants to. He can double reposition at I six. He can double mod any of his shots. Um, he has a one straight. He has blue two hards. Um, I it it seems like it should be the entire package there. Uh, he can put whatever the hell music munition he wants to on there, um, like. It's so flexible, but I've never been able to make him work. And I don't know if it's just that, uh, you know, the other ships around him uh, don't really work with him the way I would want them to. Or if it's just that, you know, not having auto thrusters means that a push the limit ace is just not really as as good as we remember them being. But uh, he seems to die a lot. He becomes so predictable with those two hards. Um, I, I, I just don't understand because he seems like he can answer most of the meta problems that we're seeing right now, but it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And he's definitely a little bit pricey too. Like he starts off at 68 points, which is basically where Fen starts and it gets to be a very slippery slope because he's got, Fen's got two upgrade slots uh poe has seven so it's kind of like you're throwing an astromech on him you're throwing the title on him you're throwing a talent on him at the least he's going to be over you know 70 75 points so it's interesting it's a very very big investment onto poe um yeah because yeah he really starts at 72 points right because like you said you are putting the black one title on him and you're putting r4 astromech on him to get those that much better dial um so and maybe heroic i don't know i mean some people don't like heroic i guess it really right goes to taste there but um so okay uh, or i'm sorry it's at least 72 points right so uh, i mean i i think part of his problem isn't poe itself but like i think part of it is like his wingman like he is such an investment that it's hard but like i mean like you have some of these other T70s that are like, okay, like, I mean, like, they basically stripped Hemin of, you know, being any good with the, um, with the composure fix. And, and it's kind of like Poe's there to do damage and, but nothing else. Like, uh, this is my problem with the resistance faction is that, like, it's a bunch of, like, little plinkers between the, a-wings and the fireballs like everything's just shooting two damage and uh, i mean unless you're packing in t70s poe just is there to do damage and isn't surviving to the end game and i I think that's part of the issue of where i'm seeing as uh 
like the problem is is that you're bringing all these points and, and you want to bring them to the end game the problem is getting to the end game and i i think that really is a hurt on him um jonathan do you th- what do you think about poe so i mean so poe's ability it is like first edition push to the limit but there are a lot of ships sort of his peers in second edition who have linked actions already. And if you think of most of the time, the linked actions you would do, maybe a reposition and a mod and a Fang fighter has that baked in already. So as an example, comparing um, Fen to Poe. So Fen can reposition and focus. And many of the times for Poe, if you're doing two actions, you're going to reposition and focus. And Fen can do that also. Sure, Poe has more flexibility, but Fen can do a lot of that stuff. But then you add in something like Concordia face-off. So if Fen gets into range one, he gets that passive defensive mod, which Poe doesn't have. And similarly, if you add in, say, Fearless on Fen, it gives him a passive attack mod. So if Fen with Fearless at 71 points has a passive defensive mod, a passive offensive mod, and can still focus and reposition whereas a similarly priced Poe Dameron has more flexibility so he can double reposition you know he can focus target lock but he doesn't have those passive modifications built in so while his ability seems great on paper and is more flexible there are other chassis that sort of mimic that through their linked actions that makes makes total sense um uh, yeah, I, I was. I forget where I saw it, but I know Ollie was talking about something, basically s- saying exactly that. That like Poe. I mean, he's a two di- two green dice ship. He's going to die if he gets ever put into positions like Fen does. And it, with the price cost that he is, like it, it hurts to lose that many points uh, straight up. So let's go into like the opposite end of the things. Uh, like, what are you doing then to make Poe better? Like. It, or do we think that Poe is just, you know, sitting duck in the winter, uh, water and not worth taking? I want him to be good, but I, I can't find a way, so I'm just not taking him. <laughs> sure. Jonathan, do you have anything before I... I mean, I think Poe, so his stri- he can double reposition and he can double mod attack dice. Um, so those are strengths there. I think the ability to take BB Astromech is so there's that debate between r4 and bb astromech and um there are definitely some poe proponents in the community that lean towards bb i think most people go towards r4 but like you get this really like movement in the system phase is really powerful it makes poe very expensive but uh, i feel like a lot of people who've had success with poe like i'm thinking like rathos uh, and then I know uh, Kevin Lines is a proponent of BB Astromech Compo. It gives you like a lot of unpredictability and that ability to like bank or boost for or to bank boost or to barrel roll before your maneuver gives them a lot of unpredictability, which I think could be useful. I think he compared to Fen, he does feel a little pricey. Right. So. Uh, I, I've really kind of been taking a look at Poe this past week, and uh, I I would definitely say I, I think I'd be taking BB, especially BB-8 Astromech. Um, I'd like it, it is going to get pricey, but hear me out. So you throw BB-8 Astromech on him, Daredevil, 
talent and then black one title and like as you know granted you're losing those blue two turns but with bb8 astromech if you are you know doing the red uh boost the one turn boost and then clearing that stress anyway i with the blue maneuver i mean there are so many spots that you could end up on the map that like nobody is blocking you you could even throw spare parts canisters on here if you need that extra bba charge it's going to keep you alive a lot longer and i i think it's it's thinking out of the box a little bit like i don't think people are looking at it and people you know it's very easy to block an r4 astromech poe where this i would argue that you could probably never be blocked but now he's 82 points <laughs> but fair i mean he's 84 points if you're throwing the spare card parts but i mean like that's the point is that like if you can get in there hit something and get out of there and then kind of do it over and over again like we're getting into the point of the game that like you know this is 84 points are you just you know are you here to destroy the entire your opponent's entire list or are you here to just destroy more of your opponent's list and i i definitely think poe is that ladder that he can get in there just hit as hard as he can um hell we can even throw uh proton torts on here make up 97 points or maybe not that but he's something that like could be a points fortress and like you don't want him to die and have enough points for like a bunch of fireballs or some kind of uh a wings or something to finish off what post starts um it's definitely something i'm going to take a look at because if you can get in there and um not stress yourself and leave that open that uh bba astromech open i i definitely think that's a menace to you know the game so i mean i think poe can't he can't really point fortress the way he did in earlier in first edition just you know uh, with only two defense dice without the ability to evade when you shoot him damage sort of sticks and i've never i can't think of a time i've seen regen on poe you know uh in second edition um just uh you know i'm not sure why actually but i've never seen uh, r2 on poe in second edition the just going to wait is to optimize him i wonder if like a mag pulse war the mag pulse missiles might be a interesting idea just like you might put it on a tie baron because then he can double mod it and you shoot it at the biggest offensive threat you deplete it jam it and you land a, if you hit you do a crit and realistically you wouldn't do more than one or two damage anyways so that crit is pretty decent it wouldn't be good against a swarm but against a enemy ace list you know maybe a mag pulse warhead is a I an interesting option am 100 in on mag pulse warheads on i6s like i keep seeing people being like oh let's just throw these on some droids or anything like that like absolutely not this thing is like i said this has shades of old school fan rail in the she the peed like the fact that you could be i6 stripping them in their of their action if they took a focus or target lock on you and then possibly and stripping them of a, an attack die when they shoot like um, mag pulse is like an i6 dream like it, it really kind of puts you in a position that you know you're not going to be taking damage and i think people need to stop sleeping on it because it's that one like i said it's not there to do damage it's there to prevent damage to you and 
Poe having only two dice, like that's a huge, huge thing that uh, could help him out. Just going back to like astromech choices, have either of you guys ever seen regen on Poe in second edition? Not, I have not. I have not either. I, I just think he needs that maneuver flexibility that he gets from R4 or or BB-8. So like, go that uh, so, like, that's the thing about, like, with Fen. I mean, like, granted, all right, so you look at Fenrail. He can do the two turns. He can do the two banks, everything like that. Um, is Poe po doesn't pose very similar dial. He's got the one banks that are blue and the one forward are blue. But with the R4 Astromech, he's just as predictable as Fenrail. And, like, granted, my Fenrail gets bumped a lot. The problem that, like, really, like, leads with Poe is he's dying when he gets bumped. Like, with Fen, you're probably going to survive a shot or two because you're doing Concordia. You still get those mods. As soon as Poe loses all those mods, he's just a duck in the water. And, like, he, you know, that's the thing. And that's why I'm really trying to advocate for the BB Astromech is you're not going to get that instance where, like, you know, so what? You're getting those two turns. Your opponent probably sees that from a mile across the board. I think it still makes a lot more sense. I mean, it's a move that's easy to predict if you're in the right spot. But if someone's in the right spot, just don't do it. Do something else. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is, like, uh, so what? You you can two-turn or you could two-bank, like... Chances are you're either disengaging, but you're still doing it at a two-speed maneuver. It's I think the real estate that is there, like it's what are you going to do with three straight? Like right, it, that, it's, that might be the problem, right? Is that three straight is as fast as blue, where Suntir used to have a four straight that was blue. So that gives you that ability to disengage and get ready for the next pass a lot easier than you know a, a little three straight now he also can slam though that one turn right so he can he can get the you know a three straight three bank or three hard or whatever slam and and then be able to regroup um but but again but it, it, it's hard to do. yeah it, it's r4 ashamek poe like he uh i i'm out on it like it, it's just Having those two turns isn't enough for me. Like uh, I'm all in on BB-8 Astrofec. Now, would um, having a resistance transport, say Kova, you know, with the ability to coordinate, would that change things? Because uh, if you can coordinate Poe into a booster barrel roll, you know, effectively it's the same as a uh, BB Astromech. No, because uh, like uh, I-, I don't know how I feel about coordinate, like. Because the COVID doesn't get any kind of synergy from it, does she? Um, no. Right. And I'm mean, like, you're kind of throwing R4 in him or her. It, it's, you're, you have the points, you're wasting all these points on Poe. I, I shouldn't say waste. If you're coordinating with a 40-point ship at that point, um, you're not winning the game. Like, you're not going to be doing damage. Kova is going to be wasting an action on Poe. I don't. I don't see it. Uh, like I said, do we have? Do, yeah. So, um, so they don't have the generic in hyperspace, but Noden, Noden Chadri at thirty six points. Uh, I two ability is after you coordinate or are coordinated, if you have two or fewer stress tokens, you may perform one action on your action bar 
as a red action, even if you are stressed. So you could coordinate Poe and then do an action for yourself. That's true. And, and you could probably throw Corsella on there. Um, yeah, and then if they shoot Noden and they don't shoot Poe, uh, you know, maybe a that's a good thing. And then the resistance transport has eight health. Yeah. Uh, just just an idea. I hadn't thought really thought about it before right. today. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an option. I mean, but then it kind of comes into those, um, are they even going to be near each other? Is that going to happen once? I don't know. It's... I mean, that is definitely something to take a look at. Um, maybe maybe that one coordinate could be the game changer, but uh, I'm not sure. Uh, that's definitely something to test out and take a look at. Um, any final thoughts on Poe, though, before we move on? Because, like I said, I feel like BB-8 is the way to go. Brett, you still think R4? I mean, I think no Poe, but yes, <laughs> sure. I, I would just go R4. No po. Um, uh, like I said, I, I, I'm BB-8 Daredevil. Uh, I think is fine. Give him the astromech that he wants, and you'll be fine. Um, all right, so let's move on to some other things that we have. Fireballs have been popping up. Let's talk about these for a minute. Uh, Farmers Fireballs just won a store championship. Congrats, Ryan Farmer. Blah blah blah. Um, it's basically six of the fireballs with a escape pod um, transport with BB-8, I believe it is. Uh, it's, I it's Rose. Rose, yeah. okay. And one of the fireballs is Kaz. Is Kaz. Um, yeah, I mean, Kaz is definitely cool. Uh, that's all I got for it. I mean, uh, I've said it from the very beginning. I, I don't think these things are... The best looking things in the world. I mean, I have yet to put them on the table. I mean, are you just are people just throwing R five astromech on these to shed that? So that farmers list had had R five astromech on Kaz, and I think no other upgrades in the entire list. Interesting. That's kind of like funny because like you look at it and like R five astromech is four points, and a hull upgrade is five points. So you bring that astromech in, and it's like if you're not putting any other astromech on them, you might as well just put that in one forward first turn, and then uh, clear that threat or that damage card. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it turns off the the ability to to slam and get rid of the disarm token, sure. but you really don't want to be doing that too much with these things anyway, especially not with Kaz. So have, I, I don't think that's a negative. Have we not learned that damaging yourself in this game is not good? Um, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, good. I was gonna say old Darth Vader group from first edition. You damaged yourself, and it was a great group. Card. Well, sure, but um, uh, I I think this is a different. I, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't risk it. I don't think I would ever... I mean, I'd be slamming all the time with these things, but I don't think I would ever be disarming myself to at the possibility of taking, you know, two stresses or, you know, something along those lines. Um, yeah. No, I mean, you can take the, the title and then you know exactly what it's going to be if you haven't gotten hit again. But, right. You know, then you're just putting more points into a ship that's... You're just going to explode yourself. Right. Um, and there's really not very many, uh, you know, damage cards that you would want to take because it has to be a ship card, right? Otherwise, we would all just take stun pilot and, you know, be totally fine with it up there the whole time. 
Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I think they definitely have a place. I'm not very high on them. Um, I, I feel like a lot of the resistance faction is kind of just like very thematic. Like, it doesn't feel like you're mixing a lot of everything. Where, like, it just, you're bringing one of everything, of one ship. You're bringing a bunch of one ship, I should say. Where people are just loading up on fireballs. You're loading up on A-wings. You got five A-wings is still a thing. Um, I don't think it's as good anymore. I think people have kind of tried to figure it out. Uh, Brett, do you have any information? Like, So, I, I agree people have started to figure it out. But I think it's better than it, it used to be. Um, sure. But I, I think it's just, you know, it's much harder to win with it now because people have the, the game plan. Yeah, like ZZ, I, I think, is one of the best things that have come out of that card pack. Um, but, like, I mean, like, especially even, like, myself, like, flying four fangs against A-Wings. Like, I've got a game plan now to figure it out, and it's like... Everyone's like, oh, well, you're, it's going to be a tough matchup because, you know, you don't have the Concordia with the rear arcs. And it's like, have you heard about five straighting away from that, you know, rear arc? Like, it's it's something that I, I think people have caught on and it's a little gimmicky now. I, I, I'm not too high on them. And, and like, like I said, you have experience, so you would probably have, have the best insight on this. No, I, I think you're right, and also 5 A-Wings means that there's a good chance Boba's going to be in range 1 of at least one of them, <laughs> and then you're not going to be pushing any damage through uh, in one of a, one of the tougher matchups for you. So, I I mean, I think it's generally a strong list, but I think it's got some matchup issues uh, in this meta. Yeah. It seems, like, it seems like that Boba matchup, like I've never played that matchup, but it feels like it would be hard. Because, like, Boba can say, you fan out your A-wings, you have your rear arcs facing Boba Fett, but he can dial in a turn, and he could decide which way he turns and boosts. So he could boost into range one of one of your guys and put himself at range three from your other guys, kill the A-wing he's close to, get re-rolls when your other A-wings shoot him. It does seem like a hard matchup. Yeah, but this is the year of the Boba. (laughs) That's what we need to... It really is. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. Is every time I'm building a list now, I'm like, "Well, what the hell do I do about Boba? What about Boba <laughs> Fenn? Like, he's just gonna own me." You know. So even though I just said that, it would feel hard. I was listening to Timo Rob's interview on um, Sith Takers, I think, and he said he thought the five A wings was a hard matchup for him. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the. I don't know though. Like I said, I think people have kind of started to figure these things out. Um, maybe I could be wrong, but like, what what, what A wing did we lose? I'm sorry, it's drawing a blank. Um, Lulo. Lulo. I mean, was she the re- like? Do you think it would be different if she was still in? I think at 42 points, Lulo is too expensive for a five A wing list. Sure. I always thought Lulo was the weakest part of my list, personally. Like, I was not too sad when. Lulo had to go away. Um, ZZ is just a much better replacement for the style I like to, to fly this list in. Yeah, so I, I think definitely. We can go into upgrades on these things. I, I think you're definitely taking advanced optics. Um, it's a debate if you want to take heroic or not on these things. I know some people are saying don't take heroic. I say take heroic. Um, I say take heroic. Yeah, but uh, again, it's another list that 
is just spamming the same ship. I don't know. Like I said, I, I we're going to get into the next one where it's kind of just like four X-Wings where it's just like, why are you taking four? Like, what what is it about Resistance that you aren't taking one A-Wing, one Fireball, one X-Wing? Like, I, I have not seen that pop up anywhere yet. I mean, I think there were a lot of Resistance salad lists at, um, at the system opens. Uh, like What's a lot there? of like, oh, like here's Jess Pava, here is ZZ, here's, you know, I saw a couple games on stream and it seemed like they would mix it up. Like huh. um, Carson Ray, I think he flew something like that. I could be misremembering. There, there, no, there definitely was a list where you had like Tally with Crackshot, you had uh, Kova with Leia and um, Finn with Heroic and. Uh, I think it may have been an X-Wing. It may have been Poe even. I don't remember. Oh. But yeah, those seem to have died out completely. Oh, like back at, uh, we were talking about, um, was it at LVO? Jonathan Gomes flew five T-65s and he played against Gordon Pinkerton who ro- ran like a, this is extended, but he had like a Finn, two X-Wings and a wing. He had, or no, Finn, two X-Wings and Kova. So it was definitely a, a combo list. It, it just seems a little weird to me that like, but like, are, are they noteworthy or are they just kind of there because someone made it, you know? But, but I think in four ship resistance, you can get like a lot of health and firepower and then an initiative advantage over say five X-Wings or uh, the Focho or Separatists. Sure. I mean, like, a, a lot of times when I'm seeing, f- like, four ship resistance, it's usually, like, four X-Wings. And it's, like, you know, Jess Pava, who's a staple. Um, granted, Timon got the nerf hammer with uh, composure. But it, do you think that's a better list than five X-Wings? I mean, you could fit, um, like, the Red Squadron expert with um hull upgrade and heroic and you could fit four of them in a list so they fire first and they have eight health and they have heroic you know and they're at initiative three so that seems pretty strong you know they have more just as much health as a b-wing and they roll two agility dice and have heroic and like their s foils i think are better than the the t70 x foils are better than the t65 s foils right you know so i think that that could definitely be. I think it, it's it's a toss up. Sure, sounds like a boring game to watch. Oh, yeah, like that's 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 the thing about these. Like, I mean, like everything like that is super cool in here. Like, it just kind of like I don't see like like I I think the idea of fireballs flying around the board, zipping around, seems very cool. But again, it's like it is that the game you want to play? Is like these things flying around like not doing any damage and just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm a little lost on the resistance, you know, hyperspace. I'd be more interested to see where this pops up in the next points adjustment that, uh, like, let's say like maybe when the next wave comes out, they throw, uh, the Falcon back in. And I'm super in on that. Like I want to see Ray on the table so bad. I think that it's actually like something that could see play, especially in hyperspace. I just don't see anything in, right now and i'm sorry if you're a a resistance player 
and you hear me saying that, but like I, I just I think people need to figure out Poe. And other than that, like I just don't know what to think of this faction. Hot yeah. take. I think there's good stuff there. I mean, you can fit three of the Blue Squadron recruits with two uh, Blue Squadron A-Wings, get a five-ship list, and then you have A-Wings that can shoot at their rear work, and you can put advanced optics on those A-Wings. You have blockers. I mean, I think I think there's stuff there. I mean, I think it could be good. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not saying it's bad, but I don't think anything is, like, super good, though. Like, I mean the heroic and advanced optics trick on a-wings like you're always doing consistent damage but i think also at the same time like uh, it's not damage that is that is enough to win games like i I just don't know at at this point um i i uh yeah like that's that's it for me brett how about you yeah, without crack shots, it just does seem hard to to push that damage through consistently enough. Um, so I I just agree. I'm I'm not excited at all. I think I think you're right. Like you need to just like two hits, two hits, two hits. Sometimes you need to be able to spike the damage to push it through against like boba or whatever. So maybe it's better to have three hits, three hits rather than two hits, two hits, two hits. Right. I mean, like that's the thing with like Boba, like he's normally has maul on him, and it's like if he's got re rolls, he um, there's a good chance he's probably not taking any damage, and if he's got maul on him, you know that even increases that odds because he, he could like maybe only take like one or two damage in a round that matters, and it's not enough. And I think that's a huge problem with this faction right now is that, like, 5A Wings just doesn't cut it. Like, especially, like, like like I said, like, it's not going to push damage through to Boba. It's not going to push... I mean, I was running Maul on um, Dengar, and it was kind of just, like, I would... I, I think, like, I took two damage in a round when I had, like, four shots on Dengar, and it was just kind of, like, you know, Maul regening and giving that force. It, it didn't feel good. Uh, for the opponent, so uh, I I don't know. Like I I would love to see where this faction takes off um, in hyperspace, and, and I'm super excited for it in extended. But I at the moment I'm just out. Any final thoughts on resistance? I know we probably didn't hit everything in hyperspace, but I mean like it, it just like I said it, it comes down to like some kind of Poe variation, uh, fireballs. Oh, and I mean like granted. I know someone's going to come out here and be like, well, you know, Farmer's Fireballs won a store championship, so it's obviously good. I'm not saying it, like I said, I'm not saying it's bad, but I, I think at the same time, it's it's very lackluster. Like we said, 5As, 4X-Wings seems to be the just the real thing about it, and it's just missing something in my eyes. Um, but yeah, any final comments on Resistance before we close out? Nope. Nope. It's that boring. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I, I maybe I'm the voice of dissent, but I think it's it can have some legs if you're interested in playing it. I mean, seven like farmers fireballs at seven guns. They having flown lots of torrents. It's like torrents that can slam. So I feel like it has a lot of options there. So it may not be everyone's style, but I think it does have some legs. That, that's fair. Like I said, I mean, like I'm not saying that it's completely you know bad and bust. But uh, I, I mean, I think that also 
in my eyes, I just don't see it at the moment. Um, so uh, I agree, but I like I said, I'm out. All right, do we have any shout-outs this week? Shout-out to Ted for coming on last week. Yeah. Thank you so much. Our, our droid episode, I, I didn't listen to it, um, but I heard the droids and the robots that listened to our episode uh, immensely enjoyed that we spoke it in their language. So they appreciate it. Um, I hope this week we're back to regular, though. So <laughs> um, anyway. I want to thank you guys for listening. If you are a fan of the show, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Patreon. On that note, uh, have a good night. And once again, thanks for listening.